I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is uh, the audio version of the two-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbishnewes.substack.com on Thanksgiving Day, November 23rd, 2023. Um, and the article is entitled Vayete, Leah's Thanksgiving Revolution. And just an apology, uh, I sat down at 9.30 to learn this midrash with my chavrusa. We learned and analyzed it until 10 after 10, and then I immediately started writing it while cooking my Thanksgiving meal, uh, and it is now 12.24. So I wrote this in an hour and a half, did not really have time to uh, scrutinize it as much as I wanted. Uh, but uh, you get a surprise Thanksgiving Dvar Torah that is on the Parsha. So here we go. Leah's uh, Thanksgiving Revolution. The Gemara in Brachos uh, Daf Zayin Amabez, uh, 7b, teaches us that Leah was a pioneer in giving Hoda'a thanks to Hashem. Quote, From the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created his world, no person gave Hoda'a to HaKadosh Baruch Hu until Leah came and thanked him. As it is stated, this time I thank Hashem in Breshis 29.35, end quote from the Gemara. On its surface, this Midrash seems a bit far-fetched. Really? Nobody thanked Hashem? Not Avraham Avinu, who taught legions of students to recognize Hashem as the cause of all good? Not Noah, when he brought sacrifices after being saved from the flood? Not Cain and Hevel, when they brought the first offerings in recognition of the source of their sustenance? Not Shame, Aver, Hanok, Yitzchak, or any of the other righteous individuals who preceded Leah? Granted, this Midrash was likely prompted by the fact that Leah's exclamation is the first instance of the root Yud Dalet He, to give thanks, in the Chumash. But still, what insight are Chazal teaching us by telling us that Leah was the fir- very first person in humanity to give Hoda'a to Hashem. Here's a translation of the Rashba's entire commentary on this Midrash, published in the Pirushi Hahagados, pages 18 through 20. Quote, so it's going to be a long quote from the Rashba. You already know that the number of sons born to Leah before Yehuda was three. And for all three, the Torah gave a reason for their name. Reuven, because Hashem has seen my affliction. Shimon, because Hashem has heard that I am hated. Levi, because this time my husband will accompany me, for I have given birth to three sons for him. But in the case of Yehuda, the Torah didn't provide a reason, but only related Leah's acts of, act of giving Hodah to Hashem. The reason for this is that she deserved the first three sons who were given to her, whereas this one, Yehuda, was beyond what she deserved, and therefore she needed to give thanks for him. This is based on what the sages said in Breshi's Rabbah 71.4, that the mothers... Uh, Leah, Rachel, Bilhah, and Zilpah knew that Leah was des- that Yaakov was destined to establish twelve tribes, and since they were four women, it would be fitting for each of them to establish three tribes. Once a fourth son was born to Leah, she gave thanks for him, seeing herself as receiving absolute chesed, kindness beyond what she deserved. This is similar to the statement of the sages in Breshis Rabbah, uh, which I'm reading from the Safaria translation. Quote. Rabbi Barachia said in the name of Rabbi Levi, this is analogous to a priest, a Kohen, who descended to the threshing floor. One person gave him a core, approximately 250 liters of tithe, but he showed him no gratitude. And another person gave him a handful of non-sacred produce, and he showed him gratitude. So that's a core versus a handful. He, the first man, said to him, my lord, priest, I gave you a core, and this one gave you only a handful, and you show gratitude to him? The priest said to him, you gave me from my portion, but that one gave me from his own. That is why I showed him gratitude. So, because the matriarchs believed that this one would have three, and this one would have three, when Leah bore a fourth son, she said, this time I will thank the Lord. 
end quote from the Breshis Rabbah, but still in the Rashba. This Hoda'ah came from her when she saw that her fourth son, sorry, when she saw her fourth son, because it was as if she only deserved the other three. But the chesed was increased for her, and a son was taken from what other, the others deserved and was given to her. Until Leah arose, no other human being had seen the Midas Tuvo, Hashem's beneficent conduct, whereby that which someone else deserved was taken from them and given to him, such that it was necessary for him to give thanks for this Mida of Ribui Chesed, abundant kindness, or excess kindness. For Hoda'ah comes by virtue of receiving Ribui Chesed, as David said, Give thanks to Hashem for he is good, for his kindness endures forever. And as the sages said in another quote from Breshi's Rabbah 71.5, quote, Leah adopted the craft of Hoda'ah and her offspring arose as masters of Hoda'ah. As David said, give thanks to Hashem for he is good. And Daniel said, I thank and praise you, God of my fathers. End quote from the Breshi's Rabbah, still in the Rashba. <laughs> Related to this, when those who serve Hashem are downtrodden, the idea, the knowledge of God in the world, diminishes, and the kfira, be'emes, the d- denial of truth about God in this world, increases. As it is stated in Devarim 32, when he sees that power is gone, no ruler or helper remains, he will say, where are their gods and the rock, the rock in whom they sheltered? And when the servants of Hashem prevail and the nations of the world see their success, there will be an increase in hoda'a to Hashem. Until the divinic monarchy arose from the tribe of Yehuda, the nations of the world prevailed and denied the truth. But once the Davidic monarchy arose from Yehuda and prevailed, many of the nations of the world converted, uh, many from the nations of the world converted. And when Yehuda, who was the head of the monarchy, was born, and his hands were at the nape of his enemies, then the Hoda'ah came into the world. But until that time, there was no one in the world who was fit for Hoda'ah. Likewise, at the end of days, everyone will return to give Hoda'ah to his name, blessed is he, through the offspring of Yehuda. When the Melech HaMashiach, the King Messiah, arises and rules over the nations, for then all nations will call out in the name of Hashem, saying, we have only inherited falsehood from our fathers. And it is written, on that day Hashem will be one and his name will be one. End quote from the Rashba. The crux of the Rashba's answer to our question is this. Leah was not the first person to thank Hashem. Rather, she was the first person to give thanks specifically for Midas Tuvo, his beneficent conduct, whereby a person is given more than they deserve. The Midrash assumes that Leah knew through prophecy that she only deserved to have three sons. Yehuda, her fourth son, was therefore an instance of ribui chesed, excess of kindness, which warranted a new level of hoda'ah. It is this specific type of hoda'ah that Leah was the first to give, in part because she was the first human being to be granted insider information into her designated portion, which enabled her to recognize her fourth son as a good beyond what she deserved, or kindness beyond what she deserved, and in part because she was on the level of human perfection to appreciate God's beneficence to her and express it in her son's name. But the real chiddush, the real novel idea here, is an insight into the nature of hoda'ah. We tend to think of Hoda'a as an acknowledgement of the good we received, and an expression of this acknowledgement to the source of that good. Uh, typo here. Um, we see from this Midrash, according to the Rashba, that the essence of Hoda'a is Yedias Hashem, knowledge of God. There were others before Leah who received good from Hashem, and we have every reason to believe that they thanked him. Leah, however, was the first to behold the Midas HaKadosh Baruch Hu of Ribui Chesed. That recognition warranted a qualitatively different type of Hoda'ah. In other words, if Hoda'ah were nothing more than acknowledgement of the good, then it wouldn't matter how that good came about. We see from this Gemara that Hoda'ah is not just a response to the material good we receive from Hashem, but more than that, it is a response to the insight we gain into how Hashem operates. Such knowledge is the true good for human beings. As the Prophet states, 
Let he who, quote, uh, this is Yirmiyahu 9.23, my favorite Pasuk, let he who glorifies himself do so in this, comprehending and knowing me that I am Hashem who does kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for in these is my desire, end quote. This explains why the Rashba goes on to discuss at length how Leah's offspring went on to spread her brand of Hodah to the world. At first glance, the second half of the Rashba's commentary reads like a non sequitur. Quote, when those who serve Hashem uh, are downtrodden, the Yediyah diminishes and the Kafir of Emes, etc., we now see why this is relevant to the idea of the Midrash. Leah introduced the concept of Hoda'ah as a response to the influx of Yediyah's Hashem in the world. This type of Hoda'ah reached a high point with the establishment of the Davidic monarchy and will culminate in the Messianic era when, quote, the whole world becomes filled with knowledge of, God, of Hashem like the water that covers the seabed, end quote from Yeshayahu 11, uh, 9. As we Americans celebrate Thanksgiving this year, let us recall the words of George Washington in his Thanksgiving proclamation of 1789, in which he publicly thanked God for many things, among them the ability, quote, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue and the increase of science among them and us, and generally to grant unto all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows to be best. Uh, and that is the end of the article. I apologize again for the shoddy uh, writing and the uh, and recording uh, as I was editing as I went. But we have to leave for our Thanksgiving meal two minutes ago. So uh, that's what uh, you have. And I thank Hashem for the uh, the ribui chesed of allowing me to write not one but two articles this week. Uh, and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Weiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.